Welcome to the worst week yet, the least informed podcast on the left. It's a podcast where every week we do our best to figure out what the fuck is going on. And frankly, it never feels good when we do. I am your host, Andrew Hillary, joined once again by my longtime friend, sometimes co-host, Deanna Mackey. What is up, Deanna? I'm I'm living my best life, honestly. Really? I am no, absolutely fucking not. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely not. But I did. I am currently experiencing my first viral tweet. Oh, wait, wait, wait! <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude! Oh, yeah. Fuck yeah! Yeah, I in the in the middle of the night on what was that Friday? Yeah, this is VH1's behind the viral tweet. Behind the viral tweet, yeah. <laughs> In the middle of the night on Friday, some some guy that DM'd me was uh, was at like was just talking to me, and I mentioned smoking weed, and he was like, "Oh, cool." He was like, "I didn't know you smoked weed." He was like, "I bet we have a lot in common." And I texted Andrew, and I said, "Dudes, be like." Oh shit, I didn't know you smoke weed. We must have so much in common. <laughs> and he texted me back and said, tweet that. And I yep, did. Yep. And then he retweeted it and now it has like 40,000 likes. Deanna is famous. Famous. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Uh, and, and then uh, after she showed me how many likes it got, I said, congratulations on a new high you'll be chasing for the rest of your life. Uh, yeah, the viral tweet <laughs> turned into a viral treat because I got like a little a little kiss of dopamine from that. Did anybody DM you to try and get you to sell vibrators? No. Oh, mm. yeah, yeah. People do. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? That's so lucky. I had fucking 740,000 likes and nobody asked me to sell anything. Well, I look a little different than you do. Fair. Now, <laughs> listeners, it's not just Deanna viral tweet, Mackie and Andrew. Uh, Blue Rock. <laughs> Blue Rock Hillary. Blue Rock. Hey, the listeners don't know my last name. I'm going to have to bleep that out. No, shut the fuck up. Like three episodes ago, you went on a whole like. I edited the whole thing out. I don't want these people to know what my name, my government you name is. You literally announce my last name every fucking week. You never week. told me not to. Fuck you. You don't have multiple jobs with questionable tax sources. Uh, I, have, I have multiple Twitter accounts with questionable intentions. That feels similar. My point is, it's not just me and Deanna. <laughs> Listeners, we've got we've got guests. If it doesn't end 740,000 people who liked one tweet. Uh, yes, it is. <laughs> we've got the entire website Twitter on the line. Uh, <laughs> no, no. We have, okay, we are very, very lucky to welcome some guests, some friends of mine. Uh, you may know them from holding... Uh, dubious world records. You may know them from their podcast, Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. Please welcome to the show, Ginger and Will. Coming at us live from, is that your living room? Yeah, it is our living room. <laughs> oh my gosh, hello. Hi, thanks for having hello. us. Welcome. Is that wood paneling? <laughs> for um, the listeners at home, it is yes. pretty well, obviously wood paneling. It's painted wood paneling. Wait, wait, but... wait, wait. It's wood, <laughs> wood we... paneling that you painted over or it's a flat wall that you painted to look like wood paneling? Because I don't know... <laughs> I don't know which one has me fucked up worse. Listeners, we are getting to the bottom of questions that you would never think to ask unless you were the only it's four people on the Zoom call. Questions that didn't need answered. 
It's Question? legit like five or six layers of fucking primer on some old ass paneling. And wow, so. a, from from all the way across the internet, I still knew it was paneling. I'm so sorry. You no worries. Tried so hard and got so far, but in the end, it didn't even matter. <laughs> Oh, Jesus this, this is the funniest shit ever. I've already ruined this podcast. <laughs> I would say absolutely not. But you know what? That wood paneling was up when we moved into this house, and I don't want to see what's underneath it. Listen, when we moved into our house, there was no shower in the bathroom. There was a tub like set into the like in the into the wall. It wasn't like a freestanding tub. Um, yeah. but then the tub surround was wood paneling. So listen, what? yeah. Oh, that's just about as bad as fucking carpet in a bathroom. Oh, can I say fuck on this podcast? I say- <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ginger, you are required to say fuck on this podcast. Somebody, I already knew that. I just wanted to say that. Swear, I'm going to assume they're a CIA asset. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I called Tucker, Tucker Carlson a cunt like oh my gosh. every week. That's how I got my first week off of Twitter was when that stupid cunt got on to the Supreme Court and my stupid cunt of a fucking representative <laughs> said something about it. And I was like, you two are both cunts and I fucking hate you. <laughs> and I got a week off of Twitter. <laughs> I was like, tight, a week for calling someone a cunt. <laughs> Things that you can say to your local politician and also oh. to your mom and new stepdad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> You're a cunt. You guys are both cunts and you're ruining my life. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God, that's so true. But yeah, we uh, are on a video game podcast called Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. We talk about a beverage, a game, some real life XP, and uh, we recommend a podcast Mm. mostly. So we're always looking for the. We're always looking for the toilet in every video game we cover. And I talk about piss jugs all the time because trailer park boys <laughs> and it's the way of the road. <laughs> uh, listeners, if you are interested, there is an episode of Grand Burpidians Play Video Games starring none other than Andrew Hillary. I guess I should say guesting Andrew Hillary. That's me. <laughs> yeah. uh, I came on and pl- talked about my addiction to the video game Ark, which uh, <laughs> at the time I was off of, I was like three months clean i'm back on now playing it pretty much every day for hours at a time uh is that a problem uh, do you do you have us to blame (laughs) no i knew it was gonna happen because like i don't have enough time during the summer because i gotta get out and drive the ice cream truck and all this other shit but yeah as soon as that season was over i was like oh i can afford to play video games for 10 hours a day now (laughs) fuck (laughs) so that's going great um it's a good show you should check it out listeners you know what else you should check out? You should check out the following episode of The Worst Week Yet. We've got a show for you. We're not just here to talk about paneling and video games. <laughs> Although, that could be a show, right, Deanna? And cunts, yeah. And cunts. <laughs> yeah. Paneling, paneling video game and cunts, the podcast. Oh, my God. I think That's actually think kind of the story of the first, like, three months I lived in my house. So... <laughs> Um, yeah, we're here to talk about, and oh, by the way, I'm doing fine. Thanks everybody for asking. So we are here to, 
Uh, yeah, how's it going, we Andrew? We knew you weren't. We knew you. I didn't want to make you say it out loud. I, I, I had a weird I, week. Um, I, I already doxed your last name. <laughs> it's I, okay not to feel okay. I mean. Tell us about your weird week. Weirdest week yet. Weirdest week Worst yet. Worst weird well, yet. Here's what I did on Sunday after we recorded last week's episode. I decided to get high for the first time in like maybe like two years. It was not good. I was, it's like, it like a six hour long panic attack. In his uh, defense, he did ask me how much of this edible he should consume. And I smoke weed every day. I'm smoking weed right now. And I, I perhaps misguided him. Yeah, it was, uh, well, it was a chocolate bar that came in 10 pieces. So I'm like, if I only eat one piece, like this is going to be fine. Uh, but it was a 500 milligram chocolate bar. So one one piece is 50 milligrams. So <laughs> I guess that's a lot. Cause to I don't know. To be clear, I have a marijuana tincture. I have a THC tincture that I take 50 milligrams of every night to just maybe fall asleep. <laughs> well, sleep is not one of the things I did. Um, I did, <laughs> I did edit the podcast meticulously for about nine hours. Um, <laughs> well, at least you weren't relapsing on arc. <laughs> That's what I did after. So uh, we do have a, uh, and then I did, I had a couple, I had my worst stand up set this year uh, or since I had my worst stand up set this week uh, since pre COVID times. It was, it was terrible. Like I was, I, the comic before me like did pretty bad. So I'm like, I'm going to go up there. I'm going to give these audience, these audience members a show. And there was um, a guy that I went to high school with. There was also a girl that I went to uh, middle school with, who was one of, I think my first girlfriend in middle school, we went to a dance together. And um, I think, Aww. I think she's the first person that ever felt a boner of mine. Uh, so did she, did she throw a rotten tomato at you? Is no, this why it was so no, bad? I went up and I'm like, I was so, she did back when, she felt the boner. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah, we got kicked out of that middle school is dance that, we were is at. Is that one song? Step back, you're dancing kind of close. Oh, I no. Feel a little poke coming through. <laughs> yeah, no, we were the inspiration for that My, song. The, the visible cringe, the absolute <laughs> visceral reaction I'm experiencing in response to this entire tangent. Is My point is, is that there was people in the crowd and that I, I had like long-standing connections to like, I haven't talked to either of them in years, but like oh, a long-standing connection. You know what? I'm so mad because this involves both a level of hubris and a level of misogyny that I don't really fuck what is, with. What is misogynist about okay, it? Well, first of all, the hubris is that you watched another comic bomb and instead of thinking no, maybe- I, did, I was not arguing the hubris. <laughs> yeah, you, you. <laughs> gravy, gravy, edit me out. Um, the misogyny that you think, you know what? We talk sometimes about how men think that like any woman that they've ever fucked, they have like license to like fuck her again anytime in the future. But you, you have convoluted it to a level where you think a woman <laughs> that accidentally felt your boner through your pants at a middle school dance has to laugh at your jokes forever. And no, I am fucking no, resentful. No, dude. <laughs> I would have felt the same. Like it was, it was, I 
did not feel entitled to her laughs. It was you just extra fucking, embarrassing because of the history. Lady hater, you asshole. <laughs> I'm obviously kidding. You need to go apologize on Twitter. I'm sorry. That whole bit. That whole bit check, was just. Check, a, check that my whole Twitter feed for the notes app apology to my middle school girlfriend. I am two so weeks. sorry. So and so for you feeling my little middle school boner. Wow, she threw little in on it. Damn. It's Listen. like a middle school. Well, so little sorry. Andrew, it, it hasn't grown. Sorry. <laughs> I just want to say this entire bit was a shit post. <laughs> if she was imagining the boner and she didn't laugh, that's a good sign, at least. <laughs> maybe that's well. Maybe that's why she didn't laugh. <laughs> I hate every bit of this, and uh, <laughs> you're welcome. But then uh, I did have a couple good sets. I had a great set on Friday. That's I told, not funny. Yeah, no. Look, I redeemed my week. Okay, it started off fucked up, and I redeemed it. Uh, I had this set on Friday. I told some, uh, the, I was at an open mic and the comic before me told this like long winded story about her sister's cancer. And like, it wasn't, it was, she was just kind of like telling a story. It wasn't like very funny, but like you could tell the audience was like, oh my God, oh my God. And so she ends the story with, and I'm happy to say that my sister's now cancer free. And so I'm like, okay. Like the audience kind of like clapped. There wasn't much laughter in there. It's okay. It's whatever. So I go up and I'm like, once again, the hubris kicked in and I was like, I'm going to give this audience what they truly want. So I walked on stage and I was like, <laughs> oh, hi, I'm Andrew Hillary and I'm happy to report my mom is also cancer free. And the audience started like cheering, like clapping. And I was like, yeah, turns out when they cremate the body, it burns up the tumors too. And, oh, 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 no. The okay. whole room lost their fucking Did you minds. Did you accidentally step into like a snap judgment, like recording and no, thought you were no. telling a joke? No, I look. He was telling it. People laughed. He was telling a joke. It was yeah. a good one. Everyone loved it. I loved it. He texted it to me and I I laughed out loud. I laughed so hard. It's my fucking husband said, hilarious. I laughed so hard. My husband said, the fuck you laughing at? <laughs> yeah. So this wasn't a great week, but I did. There was some redeeming parts for me. And now I'm here. I'm doing a podcast and Wait, listeners, oh, you're all here too. And, hold on. Okay. Speaking of listeners, mom, mom. Okay. So, mom. so uh, I don't know. I don't know if Ginger and Will, if you know that my mom is our top fan, although she doesn't subscribe yes, to the Patreon. She's our top non-supporting fan. She pays That's us. adorable. She pays us in feedback. So, um, so last night I had dinner with my parents and my mom was like, she was talking about some of her, her favorite bits. And then she was like, you know, I'll tell you what I don't really like. I'll tell you what bit I, I don't really like. And I was like, what, mom? And she was like, well, I just don't really know about that stuff about dead parents. Like, <laughs> she was like. First of all, as Deanna's mom, as a parent, I think maybe you might be a little biased. Yeah, but she has, she's an alive parent. <laughs> okay. I said, I said, don't worry, ma. I won't crack jokes when you die. Anyways, Dana's uh, mom, don't listen to this podcast after you pass away. You know, I need a barrier with all the previous episodes. Right. So wait, so she's like, I don't think I like. She was like, I don't think I like the bit about about the dead parents. She was like, I know you guys laugh. She was like, but I think 
that, you know, sometimes I hear it and I think, wow, you must like you. I think you're actually upsetting your friend. And I was just like, well, yeah, mom, of course he's upset. His mom is dead. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, (laughs) Yeah. Uh, I anyways, mom, subscribe to our Patreon because yeah. you're gonna be like the people we're about to name now. <laughs> yeah, that's right. We do have a Patreon. Deanna's mom, you're welcome to sign up. Deanna will show you on the iPad how. Uh, we, uh, <laughs> I do bonus episodes. I'm doing them about bi-weekly. I might get back. I have a few people lined up. Oh my gosh. I just lined up a really cool guest. I'm super excited. Anyways, you can go to the it's patreon.com slash worst week yet. You can give money to support this podcast. You're mostly just supporting the, the this show, the free show, but you get bonus shit. I'll send you some stickers in the mail. I'll, I'll go fucking nuts. Uh, you can sign up for $250 a month. You can sign up for $5 a month. I don't care. But if you sign up as an official sponsor, a member of the Menthol Mafia at $10 a month, what happens is that we will say your fucking name just like that Destiny's Child song. Do you remember that song, Deanna? Say my name, say my name. Yeah, I did that out. It was very <laughs> off <laughs> I do remember that song. Okay, me too. So but you, you just, again, thank you so much uh, to our $10 a month patrons. Amanda Pucci, Tara, Chelsea Calderon, G. Ryan Gaines, Patrick, leave me alone, AJ from Baltimore, Chauncey on CIA brain bugs, Josh Troopin, and uh, <laughs> one, our, our newest patron changed their name. They now would like to be thanked as such. So thank you to Herman Kane. <laughs> and you know what? <laughs> oh, shucky ducky. Hey, CIA brain bugs. I know them. Yeah, uh, they're from great. Twitter. CIA Seems brain like bugs been like. A long time, friend. They, they, CI Brain Bugs was on board with my old podcast, and that one wasn't even good. <laughs> <laughs> I think that you shouldn't say that one wasn't even good. I think you should say that one was comparatively worse. <laughs> <laughs> well, fuck you, Deanna. We're going to talk about the news. Are you ready? Yes. So this week, I want to start with a story. Um, you know, we, we like to find out what's going on in the world. And uh, this week, our first story lands us in the state of Oregon, where a man was approached by a black bear near his home. Now, of course, black bears can be very dangerous. So this man, he grabbed a gun, made sure it was loaded and walked outside to where the bear was and then accidentally shot and killed his brother. Another good guy with a gun to the rescue. <laughs> well, don't worry. Obviously, this is not good that this man has now accidentally murdered his brother. And the only way to stop a good guy with a gun is a gooder guy with a gun. So he then uh, shot and killed himself. America's best manifest destiny is accidental <laughs> gun death. <laughs> wow. Was he trying to feed the bear two bodies? Yeah. It, the, I was trying to find out. The story did not say what the bear did next. Oh. Yeah, it, it sounds like it. It sounds like it's been a great week for the bear. Yeah, no, I like. A, yeah. I imagine this bear was like, dude, I wasn't. It wasn't even serious. What the fuck? Like, <laughs> and like, yo, I was literally just looking sleeping? for picnic baskets, man. Chill. Like, aren't bears supposed to be like in hibernation? 
or Look, some shit. I don't know if I feel like hibernation's a myth. I feel like those bears, uh, they were just they were just drunks and they would get big hangovers and they would be like, I can't leave bed all day. Uh, tell humans that we hibernate. Wait, not <laughs> n- I don't think that all bears in all climates hibernate. Hibernate. Okay, are you fair. coming through with bear facts right now? I am coming through with bear <laughs> conjecture at best. <laughs> bear context clues. There is absolutely no way to know about fucking bear hi- hibernation. Yeah, I mean, we don't, wait, wait, there's one way. Listeners, if you are a bear, <laughs> <laughs> you're going to get like the what? sexy bear community. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Uh, no, I feel coming like coming for in, Andrew. Like, <laughs> In like nine. Oh, that kind of bear? I was confused. (laughs) Here's the thing. I have, uh, I already get a lot of messages from that kind of bear. No, if you are a grizzly bear, a black bear, a bear that lives in the woods. That's, that's, you're not, you're not actually, you (laughs) haven't really narrowed. Yeah. You've not, you've not clarified anything. In fact, you've made it comparatively worse. <laughs> the ones that go salmon fishing. Uh, also Fuck. bad. Is that better? Still, yeah, I could still introduce you to a couple guys I know. Why? You know what? Honestly, like, now I want to know in, like, in, like, the, like, LGBTQ, like, the bear community, like, if you are bisexual but also a bear, do you say that you are a bear that goes salmon fishing? Right in. <laughs> you know, that's a really good We're question. We're at gmail.com. I do. We do. Like, I, I was it up. might be a little funny, <laughs> but for real, for real. Like, I want to fucking know this. So, like, at me too, please. <laughs> <laughs> they use different t- terminology in different, uh, you know, in Delaware, they say salmon fishing. But if you're down in Key West, they might say clam hunting. Mm. I can't wait to are like. There, are there bears in Key West? <laughs> That's it. Once no, the, again, I have asked a question that I should be able to figure out the answer to. <laughs> Yeah, lots. we're back to wondering what kind of bears, and that's how we got here in the first place. <laughs> well, it sounds like I mental wait. health like support would have helped these brothers out, maybe a little bit. I feel like, uh, you know, hear me out. I know it's a crazy idea. I feel like uh, um, Americans deserve every gun death we get because. Most of the gun death stories that I've read since starting this podcast is somebody accidentally shooting somebody else because they're like, oh, I have this super dangerous thing. Better Mm -hmm. just not be very careful with it. (laughs) Do you know about the Dickey Amendment? Nope, but I like it because it's got. It sounds like it sounds like a cuss. So, Do you say unfortunately, it like a cuss? yeah, <laughs> Dicky Amendment. Unfortunately, it's really fucked up. It's like the amendment since like the '90s that our fucked up government has basically put into law that, um, like, there's no, there is to be no federal support for like looking into why guns and people with guns oh, tend to yeah, kill yeah, themselves. Yeah. That's not the so, kind of dicky amendment I like. Yeah, isn't that No, like, it's awful. Isn't that where like, like uh the CDC used to do a lot more tracking of gun deaths and now they're not yes. allowed to because okay, I do know yes. about the dicky amendment. Strange that I accidentally filed that in the wrong cabinet in my brain. <laughs> It has nothing to Wait, do with you little have children's file cabinets overalls. in your brain. Oh I God, just have like a really? waste paper what? basket full of crumpled receipts. The dickies, the clothes. Oh, with the dickies, the clothes. Yeah. What were you thinking? I don't know. He said little kids 
of overalls and i was like what are you talking about what podcast are you guys on right now (laughs) (laughs) we're on the worst news week yet right (laughs) close enough (laughs) is our podcast so bad that our guests just forgot where they were <laughs> no. I'm the just worst, forgetful. So don't take it personally. The worst we get will be the first podcast to accidentally lobotomize somebody wearing earbuds. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to like in like <laughs> I'm just picturing the this is your brain on drugs ad where they smash an egg and then it's like this is your brain on the worst week yet and they just like throw a microwave in a, t- a bathtub or something. I feel like they should just send everyone a picture of me and they would <laughs> Also, we're going to be the first podcast that has to issue a warning. <laughs> like, it'll come with like a CDC recommendation. Uh, this this podcast may cause uh, I don't know. I've lost steam. This listen, is a great. This was a I'm great broken. until now. Well, listen. Well, I don't know. The the bear got I, away and two dumbasses killed themselves. So this doesn't seem it, like terrible news. Yeah, I'm with Will. I want to bring it back to the bears because what I'm looking forward to is in like you know, six weeks whenever the weather breaks and a hibernating bear whose favorite podcast is clearly (laughs) the worst news week yet um, (laughs) comes out of hibernation and sends us an email telling us (laughs) that bears do in fact hibernate. Fair enough. Well, looking forward to that correspondence. Let's let's move on here. Uh, Now, our next story, we are going to talk about the crime wave that is sweeping the nation to the point that MSNBC this week had to do a special segment on it. They brought on the Reverend Al Sharpton to discuss the plague of perpetrators descending on our great land. And the latest event in this cascade of criminality was a man stole some steak from Trader Joe's. Oh, oh, man. That's my favorite kind of crime. There was a literal (laughs) national news story about a guy who stole 10 steaks. That's a good haul. What was his... What was his... Okay. What was his praxis? Cargo (laughs) shorts. There was a video. He, like, did it. Somebody was recording him, and he just left anyways. And this is... This there is this like fucking so ever since the George Floyd protest, there's been like more and more like copaganda, like the str- the oh. cities are out of control, crime is running amok, and it's like there I get like there was the couple videos of the like smash and grab uh, flash rob things where people just stole a bunch of shit all at once, but like now they're even just doing it to like. This guy stole, what is 10 steaks? Like maybe $100 worth of stuff. It doesn't even fucking matter. Like literally these things have been happening every single day in every city across the country since Mm -hmm. stores were invented. People just steal shit. It's literally Mm -hmm. built into the budget of every fucking business. But now they they just have to keep beating over the heads of these fucking suburban people, suburban moms that are like, oh, I can't go into the city. I can't go into the city past 3.25 p.m. or else I'll get... uh, uh, you know, they'll throw my minivan into the back you know of a larger I, van. You know what I actually kind of <laughs> like about that? I like that that is actually going to turn turn cities into sundown towns, but like where white people can't go. Oh. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> That's actually not bad. Yeah. yeah. Ah. For sure. 
But it is, it's just like, literally, you know, all these fucking reports about crime, crime, crime. And like, crime is like up technically from like 2020, but like, they're like, yeah, crime has risen in a dramatic fashion since the year when everybody stayed inside for the whole year. I can't figure out what's going on. And, right. But like, <laughs> if you look at like the trends of it, crime is not as high now as it was in nope. the 90s or the 80s or the 70s or like ever. Like this, nope. it's it's complete bullshit, but it's just they're all spinning this fucking narrative because scared middle class people will sit in their house and they'll watch every news report that leads with like somebody was hurt or somebody stole stuff off of fucking Amazon and then yell at people when they're in fucking Trader Joe's. <laughs> it's yeah. I saw a video of some guy was like trying to like steal some shit from a store and this like elderly lady like grabbed onto him and was like holding him from like trying to get him to stop from leaving. It's like who the fuck are you? What is what do you think you're going to like Why do you care? Why don't you save your hips, old lady, because you fall, you break your hip, you're fucking probably dead within a week. So That's chill the fuck out. That's my thing is like I literally and unless somebody was hurting another individual, right? I would not. I, there's a lot of. I wouldn't intervene on a lot of fucking crimes. Like if I, I no. if I'm at the grocery store and I see you stealing. If I see somebody I trying to walk out of the grocery store with like a handful of food, I'm gonna throw some marbles on the ground. Like whenever the uh, what are you Inspector <laughs> fucking gadget? Clear, I'll be throwing the marbles behind them where the old lady is approaching. Oh, okay. <laughs> I like that yeah. you're like. I'm going to break her hip. That's what's gonna happen. <laughs> I like that you're trying to hurt the elderly using like Home Alone. What? I've always got a few micro machines in my pocket just in case. <laughs> You've heard of a good guy with a gun? Well, we're going to bring you a menace with marbles. <laughs> um, so, I don't know. Again, fuck this crime, ra- crime yeah. wave bullshit. This is all just fucking copaganda. They're trying, they're trying to make an also, example out of something that literally has been happening every day forever. But also, like, fuck the entire notion of what is and isn't crime per se, because like there's lots of shit that's illegal that isn't really wrong or like, and then there's plenty of stuff that people get away with that is very fucking wrong. So like, I don't necessarily think that stealing from a corporation, like that's not really high on my list of wrongs. Unless you can prove to me that they've never once stolen wages from their employees. I don't want to hear a fucking thing about somebody taking 10 stakes. And also saying a crime wave, like unless you're talking about violent crime, using the phrase crime wave is such an exaggeration. It's such a hyperbole because it's, it's my life is no more dangerous because somebody is stealing steaks from Trader Joe's. Actually, the way that that makes my life more dangerous is because it increases the chance that some fuck face with a gun is going to be like that guy's stealing steaks and go to shoot steak stealer and accidentally shoot me. Well, he thought you were a bear. He thought I was his brother. (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. I think uh, crime does not make the country more dangerous, but uh, people thinking that crime does make the country more dangerous makes the country more dangerous. Also, guns yep. make the country super fucking dangerous. Yeah, yes, also, um, not having places where you're allowed to go do stunts. Also, bears. What? 
<laughs> I feel oh. like I feel like no the guns the guns are way worse than the bears. Remember? Yeah, yep. I feel like there should just be like a designated place that I can go take a car off a jump someday. Like, come on. Yeah. Is that a- I want to be a stunt driver. Oh, I was like, is this- <laughs> leave me alone. I was like, is this a suicide joke? Is this a setup for? I was like, where are we going with this bit? That you just really want to drive a a car off a, a I high have, jump i have got i got into podcasting because one day i want to have enough money to spend like twenty five hundred dollars on an old shitty car and take it to a demolition derby i got into a podcast podcasting because i wanted to see how many topics um unrelated topics i could turn into suicide jokes <laughs> well it's <laughs> quite a lot uh let's move on uh i want to andrew next. andrew i yes. want to say maybe oh, maybe you should have started uh going to demolition derbies rather than a podcast Seems like kind of a roundabout way to get into that. <laughs> all right, Gravy, edit all of Will's lines out from now on. <laughs> let's move on. Uh, let's move on. COVID, coronavirus, the plague. Corona. Coron- um, <laughs> we, we did it, right? We cured it. We're over it now. That's you, what I heard. You would think that, Will. Well, uh, Biden <laughs> said. Well, we did catch it and we're over it. But I mean, it's not saying that it's not well, bad for well, other we people. We are, so everybody is. So. Shut up. <laughs> well, Biden said if we stopped talking about it, COVID would be over. So now oh, it's God. actually specifically Andrew's fault that it's going on. <laughs> I am single handedly keeping the plague alive. Despite the fact that he's the only person currently on this podcast who has not had or presumably spread COVID. Yeah, well, I'd say it. Well, if you don't get tested, you don't, you know, you don't have it, right? That's how how I've remained STD free my whole life as well. God, no. I'm kidding. I've remained STD free as some sort of fucking miracle. Every time I get a clean. Is not getting laid really a miracle? Hey, hey, I got laid a lot like 10 years ago. Back whenever I was in a band and I was also at the age when being in a band meant, oh, that's enough. I was. I yeah, was. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like at this age, honestly, if like at our age now, if you're in a band, but you're not in like a famous band, that's actually a reason why girls won't fuck you. I probably should be in a band. But wait, it's even worse. I have a podcast. So you uh, have a podcast that you recorded a theme song to as a one man band. You were again comparatively with the worst. Well, uh, yeah. So COVID, unfortunately, because we're talking about it, still killing twenty five hundred people a day, uh, every day in the United States. Those are all people that could be liking my viral tweet. <laughs> <laughs> Gone too soon. Um, <laughs> I just start like I become a hospice, like a palliative care nurse, and and like as people are dying, I'm like, wait, wait, before you go, just smash that like button. <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. I don't know know why I'm doing this. (laughs) If you get them to subscribe right before they die, they're never going to unsubscribe. Right. They can't unfollow. They can't can't retweet me until I follow them and then unretweet me and unfollow me (laughs) when I'm already their follower. The dead don't soft block. Um, So... Ew, I prefer I, a hard block. <laughs> Fucking stop being a wuss. Just hard block with your soft block shit. Yeah, yeah. Blo- block or get off the pot. So this week, <laughs> um, 
more and more states are announcing that they are dropping mask mandates, which uh, prompted an, an issue, uh, a statement to be issued by the CDC, where Director Rochelle Walensky said, hey, we, we didn't say to do this. <laughs> they, she was like, uh, the CDC did not change its guidance. You should still be wearing masks. And, uh, of course, believe the science. Or manipulate the science to serve the financial interests of capitalist institutions. Or get Anthony Fauci to say we're exiting the uh, main stage of the uh, the main phase. I don't know. Fauci said some main shit. Main stage? <laughs> we're exiting the main stage. Left. Yeah. <laughs> we're coming in with COVID is now a sideshow. <laughs> It it fucking has been since the beginning. Really. Well, a circus for sure. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, also, this week the CDC said that uh, booster protection, like getting your third dose of the vi- uh, vaccine, drops off sharply after four months. Which, if you do the math on when people started getting boosted, means that we're probably all pretty susceptible right now. Um, hope there's no new variants or anything. Also, this week a new variant has been found. <laughs> uh, <laughs> That is uh, like an offshoot of the Omicron. There's, they're just putting like random. Here's what I don't understand. There was like regular COVID, and then there was Delta, and then there was Omicron, mm. and then they're like, "This is Omicron." And then there's Kappa, B- Kappa, Kappa. Hear me out. <laughs> they were like, "This one's Omicron BA two or some shit." I'm like, "Wait, why isn't it just a different thing?" B twelve. Yeah. The next time, okay, hear me out. <laughs> I'm hearing the next I mean, time. <laughs> You're definitely not. You are hearing, but not listening. Um, the wow, n- Andrew. That's another notes app apology I'm going to have to send. <laughs> the misogyny. You know, he doesn't think women are funny, so he wasn't even going to listen to my joke. I was um, going to get ready. I was going to just sit here and wait for you to be done telling it so I could. Uh, Tell it again in your own words? Yes. Tweet it before I get a chance? It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, kind of throat out here. What the fuck was it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I interrupted you I like eight times, including nine now. <laughs> one time for every COVID variant. It's special. It's a special number. I think the next time we get a new COVID variant, I think we should let Grimes and Elon Musk name it. Ooh. Will that reconcile their marriage or do you want them to like, will there be litigation? I don't know. I just want to have as much fun with it as we all did when they named their child. If you, Yeah. I'm just yeah. looking for fun. Look, well, we just well, want a good time. I'm here for a good child. time, not a long time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but then we'd have to call it by that full algebraic formula every time we talk about it. And that'd be kind of a pain in the butt. Yeah. And I really hate Elon Musk, and I never listen to any of Grimes' music. <laughs> oh, yeah. I don't like any of these people, but I also don't like COVID. So I thought that they could all yeah. just get together and fuck off. Yeah, yeah, they could. Speaking of Elon like, Musk, did get you get hear... on your dick rocket and leave? Oh. <laughs> did you hear this week that so we talked like two weeks ago about Elon Musk is starting or trying to start trials for these like brain chips or whatever for the neural link or what the fuck? It's weird. Yep. He oh, wants to make people cyborgs. So it came out this week that He's a um, cyborg. the animal testing for this killed like two dozen monkeys. Yeah, 23 oh. out of the 25 test subjects died. <laughs> Oh, that's so after, bad. After, after like subjecting them to like intense pain that was only in their heads or something. Yeah, yeah, fucking yeah. Awful. F- extra yeah. fuck him. Yeah, there like, is there is no shortage ew. of reasons why we say fuck Elon Musk, but there is an ever growing list. So 
Yeah. There's already thousands of people who have prepaid to get one of those implanted in their heads, too. (laughs) Can they do that now? (laughs) I think that every single one of them should get it. It might make the world a better place. Um, Man, natural selection isn't fast enough. Just get Elon Musk's chip in your head. Yeah, we need to get rid of evolution and leave Elon up to. (laughs) I would argue that signing up for early admission to getting your brain microchipped is natural selection. I wonder what the Venn diagram of people who signed up to get the Elon Musk microchip and people who didn't get the vaccine because they said there's a microchip in it is. I wonder, is that just a <laughs> And how, and if they have the no, most no, no. up-to-date phone as well that's I in their pocket that's doing more spying on I didn't say I didn't anything. want a microchip. I just don't want it to be like a secret. Here's what I, I don't understand. I want Elon's chip. I don't want Bill Gates' chip. <laughs> Here's what I don't understand about the people who, because there are actually people who signed up, like th- that wasn't just a line. Like there are actually people who signed up early to participate in this microchip, right? Yes. Okay. So like, I just want to know, like, what is the situation with these people? Like if they were like people who are really into tech know that the first gen of any tech sucks. So like exactly. the people who signed up can't be people who are super into tech. Like who are these people? Are they people that are like, so just at a loss with their own lives that they're like, I'm gonna let some other mo- motherfucker run this show. Like what? What is the what's this the the mental or matrix for these got people? Millions in Dogecoin, and there's only two places they can spend it. <laughs> they have to be some of these like fucking people that just love fucking Elon Musk. They gotta be. They want to be able to start their cyber truck with their brain. I'm not cool. <laughs> But I will never be as much of a fucking loser as people in the Elon Musk <laughs> fandom. And that is lets me sleep at night for seven to ten minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for seven to ten minutes. Sometimes hey. that's Aww. all the sleep I get. Sometimes all that gets me through is knowing that I'll never be as <laughs> shitty as people who love Elon Musk. Hey, De- Deanna, think about this, though. I mean, if you... Try if you sign up to get the Elon Musk brain chip, you might be able to sleep forever. <laughs> the monkeys were the lucky ones. <laughs> Twenty-three of twenty-five <laughs> monkeys won the lottery. Um, oh shit! <laughs> oh yeah, I think those monkeys were the lucky ones. Imagine surviving brain surgery to then die from the fucking microchip. <laughs> right. That's so fucked up. Stop animal testing. Just get some fucking people to sign up on your fucking website and yeah, start a fucking Patreon and then <laughs> exactly. if you give $10 a month, they will put them we will put a microchip in your brain. <laughs> After you sign this waiver. I may or may not make most of the microchip out of cat hair. I cannot disclose it. It's actually <laughs> I can't even. (laughs) All right. It might work better. It fell apart. We're falling apart. (laughs) We never never had it together. Yeah, I was going to say, hold on. You're giving us a little too much. We just showed up to this podcast with a box of broken shit. The problem is that now we've dropped the box. (laughs) In 
and some of and the, the shit was round, so it's just like broken. rolling all over the place. And, and tripped some, on it. And some old lady was going to stop a guy from stealing steaks, but she slipped on the Bunch box of, of shit. We saved the day. <laughs> Bunch of fucking marbles. <laughs> Can you just start carrying around a pocket full of marbles? You don't have to do anything with them. It'll just make and me you feel... Can just- you know what? Much Here's tell people no, they're your, no, I'm not your gonna, stones. I'm not going to just start <laughs> carrying around loose marbles. And I'll tell you why. Because if... Uh, Put them in a little baggie. Already, because you've already been carrying around loose marbles in your head. <laughs> no, here's what's happening. Here's, what, here's why, Jan. I'll explain it to you. So you, okay, so you can, I'm going to lay this out there for are you. Are you going to make, are you going to dumb it down to a feminine, to a feminine intelligence level? <laughs> I absolutely am. I'm going to try and only use one or two syllable long words so that you can keep up. Thank you. Here's why I don't oh, want to carry around marbles goodness. with me is because if I accidentally set them down somewhere and forget where, then I'll have to say that I lost my marbles and people will think I'm doing a bit. <laughs> I thought you were going to just turn the podcast recorder off. <laughs> I just, I turn it off. I just yell at you for, for a minute. Like they're, they're watching. They can see me just reaming you for making that joke. And then I turn it back on. But like right before I press record, I'm like, act like nothing happened. And then we. <laughs> <laughs> no, please act like you turn it off and let us hear it. Please. <laughs> Well, um, and you know, I think the better reason is you don't need marbles in your pocket when you've got the fanny pack full of micro machines. Yeah, so yeah, I'm running out of pocket space. Here's what I am envisioning would happen if I tried to carry around a pocket full of marbles. So many times a day, because I always have like some some loose change and like my weed pen and Great my film. phone in my pocket. And I'll go to the bathroom and I'll forget and I'll pull down my jeans and like something will fall out of my pocket onto the floor. So I feel like I would have a pocket full of marbles and I would go to the bathroom and I would drop marbles all over the floor. And then I would try to pick them up and like slip and fall and end up with my head in the toilet. Plus, if people would see all the marbles on the ground, they'll be like, is somebody trying to steal something from this bathroom? What's going on here? Wait, stop. Can we talk about, speaking of ending up with your head in a toilet, even though this is in a <laughs> toilet, can we, talk, can we talk about Bob Saget for a second? Yes. Okay, so we know Bob Saget died, right? What? Yes. Okay, so I read that he died from, like, head trauma. Uh-huh. And that he, it, it, the way that it was worded in the article I read, it sounded like he died from a sex injury. And I just want to know how long we have to wait until we find out if Bob Saget died from a sex injury. Listeners. Anybody know how to somebody write a request? In. If you were fucking. FOIA request the Bob Saget fucking <laughs> If you were fucking Bob Saget when he died. Right in. You may be entitled to financial compensation. <laughs> I don't know. That's weird. I didn't really look into it too much. And that's how they get you. <laughs> <laughs> what? I don't even know. Look, we need he- to move on. We have like, we're we have so much more news to get oh, to. Oh God, go tell the news. <laughs> All right. So I want I want to. That was news. Bob Saget dying of a sex injury was totally news. You know what? Just because you didn't have it. He died of a broken boner. Just because you didn't have it on your fucking bullshit cheat sheet. Like, that's not all the news there was. Like, I'm allowed allowed to have news. Sorry, I don't have a fucking printer, dickhead. I'm going to be honest with you, Deanna. What you came to me with there in that Bob Saget story, you're calling it news. It seems a little bit more like speculation. Which Head trauma that- does not guarantee that there was a boner involved. 
Oh, well. I do understand that this podcast is mostly poorly researched stories, but. Why does head trauma that doesn't have a boner involved sound like you. So much less glamorous. Yeah. But also a head trauma without. marbles. Yeah. Head trauma without a boner involved. Upsetting. There's so many upsetting ways that could go. Much like the news. Tell tell yeah. me tell me something Bob else. Bob Saget upsetting. just had too many marbles on the floor in his bathroom. Also, <laughs> almost all news is conjecture. Fair. Also, I'm not 100 percent sure what the word conjecture means, but that's fine. We can move on. <laughs> there were too many syllables. I shouldn't have even said it. <laughs> <laughs> Gravy, can you edit that uh, down to a easier to understand word? That you're such a good kitty. So. I want to move on to a story that, uh, frankly, I have avoided talking about for the last month or so because it's, A, like, kind of complicated and, B, like, stupidly simple at the same time. Um, but it's just, it's it's getting to a boiling point, and I just, I I don't want to talk about it, but we I think we have to at this point. Um, I'm, of course, talking about the Canadian uh, Freedom Convoy with all the truckers. Uh, so I just want to give like a quick rundown. Have, are, are any of you like familiar with the story at all? No. Oh yeah, yeah. We know I, about the Canadian neo-Nazi truckers. Okay. I, so I told you the one news story I yeah. kind of knew. <laughs> yeah. I saw something today a little bit about how. Well, the, hold on. Like, I'm gonna just go through oh, yeah. a rundown here, just to like, because I there's so much to this. Yeah, he has just, to tell me what the news is, or else I can't make jokes about it. So I no, just want to like fine. go through this. So <laughs> this pro it's a protest that started because they wanted to like end vaccine mandates. The the roots of it are all like anti-COVID restrictions. That's it, period. Mm -hmm. So then a lot of the people involved uh, are with this group called Canada Unity, which some of the organizers have posted COVID conspiracy conspiracies some of them have posted about u.s election conspiracies saying that the election was stolen a lot of them have posted oh, like Jesus. confederate leaning stuff some of them have like directly posted pictures of them with confederate flags which again you are in canada what the fuck are you doing so moving on this after this uh, they were driving from the west coast of canada into the capital city of ottawa so this started catching attention because you know the whole fucking problem with COVID is that it got instantly turned into a culture war. And so because they are anti-restrictions, they attracted the attention of a lot of U.S. Uh, Republicans, like uh, either politicians or talking heads or whatever. So they're on fucking Fox News talking about these brave heroes trying to stop the medical tyranny of the Canadian government. So then they start raising all this money on GoFundMe. They raised more than $10 million dollars. But then the funds were frozen because these protests are like hateful and people are getting hurt. And it's like and clearly what were the funds? What were the funds supposed to be for? Completely unclear. They have as an organization, like not really any strict demands. It's just people that are mad at the government because the government wants to do stuff about COVID. It's like very loose. let them keep a million of that too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They paid out a million before they stopped it. Now they Correct. say to end all health mandates. All health mandates. Um, yes. So they have now occupied the capital city of Ottawa. They are blocking border crossings and it's starting to inspire similar protests in parts of the world because while I don't agree with the tact, uh, excuse me, while I don't agree with any of the motivations of this or the goals of this, just simply the tactic of using large vehicles to shut down commerce is a good tactic. It's an effective strategy for how to do a protest. However, 
There are the reason that I am talking about this that I decided to bring it up is because there are now a lot of quote unquote leftist people on the internet, content creators, streamers, podcast people that are choosing to be um purposefully obtuse about what the causes of this are because they know it's controversial. They know that people like talking about this shit. They know that there's a lot of anti-government sentiment, so they're purposefully ignoring the hateful aspects of it, the the fucking anti-Islamic Nazi flag-waving people that are involved, and they're saying, well, I don't know. Karl Marx did say that it's good to get against the government, and this is now spun out into something that is once again like fracturing parts of left Twitter into people that are just contrarians. They're not leftists. They're not anything. They just want to go against the mainstream narrative. And the mainstream narrative is what this is. Like, this they're, th- This is a, a good plan put in place by bad people for bad reasons. And there's just so many people that are cashing in now because if you post something that's like, <laughs> If you're a leftist, you should be supporting these. This is a workers' movement. No, the fuck it's not. It is anti-health restrictions. It is like just people that are mad that they that the government tried to tell them not to go to the bar. That's it. Yeah. Yep. I I heard from uh, one of my Canadian friends though. He said one of those uh, Confederate flag waving Canadians got up and tried to speak and got booed by most of the truckers there. Yeah. Um. So th- at least they're in the minority in Canada. Wow, that's the saw... meanest thing yeah. that's ever happened in Canada. <laughs> all right. Besides all of the like schools for the indigenous. Besides everything kids. with yeah, the indigenous was... people, but yeah. 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 Well, um, they learned from America, but I saw something today on Twitter that like, like people against this convoy are now circling the convoy or some shit. It's fucking Damn, ridiculous. It's like Ukraine in here. What? <laughs> I was glad to hear that ruling where the judge said that uh, honking their horn is not free speech. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's funny. It's, it's just like I, I had somebody reach out like a friend that doesn't really follow the news too well, but she saw like people posting about this and she's like, I thought this was just some like Nazi shit, but now there's like leftist people saying that we need to support it. And so that's what made me decide like to actually talk about it. Cause it is a big fucking mess and there's different people that are involved for different reasons. But the organizers, the people that originally did this are like right wing extremists that are backed by fucking capital that like, this is a bad cause and the government isn't trying to fucking do medical tyranny. They're just trying to keep people safe. Medical tyranny is a trick. Mm. Th- that's a fucking mental trick that people are playing on people that are upset. Like that. that it's just. It's all fucking manipulation to it's get you up. to get you upset. People that fucking tweet about COVID restrictions being medical tyranny are the same people. It's the same line of thought that made people say that. Donald Trump's crowd being smaller than Obama's inauguration crowd was fake news. It's just a trick to get you to fucking to take the thing that you're reasonably mad about and to just turn it into a completely different thing because tyranny sounds bad. Nobody's trying to fucking kick down your door and shove a needle in your arm. They're trying to keep people safe. It's like not the fucking motivation. It's just right. They're also not again. No one is still forcing you to get a vaccine. And that's the other part of it is because like, okay, so you believe that the government doesn't, can't tell you that like you can 
can't tell you that you have to serve someone at your business that has a different lifestyle than you do. But like that doesn't apply when it relates to like your vaccination status. Like, oh, okay, you you support people like you support businesses that don't want to serve the LGBTQ community because you're like, that's a choice and they don't have to live that way. But like, okay, you can't come in my fucking bar because you don't want to get vaccinated. That's a choice. You don't have to live that way, bitch. Well, and that's why Sorry. they had, they had the scar on the polio vaccine because yeah. they did the same thing then. Like, okay, so here's a scar to know that you have this fucking vaccine. Well, they did and go door they, to door back then. Yeah, they did go door to door back then. But they also did the same thing. Oh, if you didn't have your polio vaccine, you can't come into this bar. And that's just like all these it's fucking just a bunch people of fucking- being mad. It's just About a fucking their kids. They're just babies. They're like, if they I throw a big enough temper get... tantrum, maybe I don't have yep. to do what they th- want me to do. It's white well, privilege. What... And it's the crowd that says, fuck your feelings that sure is. so heard about it. What also <laughs> aggravates me about that, and, and this ties into the fact that they don't have any demands, is that like they don't they don't even have a leg to stand on because despite the encouragement of the government to get vaccinated and despite the individual businesses operating under the CDC's recommendations exactly that they should you know masks and vaccines and everything else there are still a fuck ton of places that you can go where nobody gives a fuck at this point I truly don't feel that there are actually, there aren't, as far as I experience it, there aren't any fucking restrictions anywhere. Like, there are businesses that say masks are required, but you walk in the door and nobody says shit. A couple weeks ago, my sister yep. asked me if I wanted to go um, go bowling with her and her kids. And I was like, yeah, this will be fine. This place is really spacious. It was packed. They had people, you know, you're at the booth and you're sharing the booth back with somebody else and they were serving food at the table. Like, nobody gives a fuck. So all these people that are still making noise about restrictions. Like, they already won. How desperate to be (laughs) oppressed are you? Exactly, yeah. Like, what the fuck? much. It's they very are much. You know what? You're goddamn right. So they yeah. very are I much. They want wanna, it. <laughs> uh, frankly, I don't want to talk about this anymore because it's not funny. It's like it's just extremely frustrating that so many people are like this culture war of COVID has just turned into like career defining <laughs> movements for fucking Elon, grifters. And can we get Elon Musk's fucking that they chip in their head? Cause then it would be funny. <laughs> okay. Here's what we need. We need to put the COVID vaccine into Elon Musk's brain chip. We figured you know it what? out. That's it. The mistake, the mistake was putting the vac, the microchip into the vaccine. We needed to put the vaccine into the microchip. <laughs> exactly. Fuck. Do you need to show a Vax card to get into the metaverse? Let's move on. Fuck this. Fuck the Canadian truckers. Fuck. Can I show an NFT of my Vax card? <laughs> Fuck. And I'm going to go ahead and say this. I'm going to go ahead and say this. Fuck any individual movement that has the word freedom in it that is 
led by white people. I'm going to say that. Anything that white people want to do that they feel the need to put the word freedom on, fuck it. I said that last week about, like, religious freedom. Like, when you hear Christians talking about religious freedom, they're... They are fixing to oppress someone. So I want to move on. Absolutely. I want to move on. I want to get, I, I never want to talk about this again. Um, <laughs> I want to move on to something I even. Just, go I ahead. What if they all drive over a big ramp and through a flaming hoop though? You know what? I, I only want to talk about it again in that specific scenario. I, I think. I don't want to talk about this again until I get a truck. I'm going to start a grift. Where I offer all of those people um, free admission to stunt driving school. Um, Wait, do you think, hold on, hold on. Do you think I could like maybe turn the Canadian trucker freedom movement into some sort of ploy to get them to buy me the car that I can use for the Destruction Derby? No. Fuck. Okay, fuck this movement. Again, uh, I never want to talk about it again. Give us some of the $10 million from GoFundMe. (laughs) Right. I only need twenty five hundred. I don't know why I'm stuck on that number being how much it costs to get a car for the destruction derby. But you know, again, I was gonna say something nice to you, and you just kept talking over me. And now I still want to say it because I thought it, but like I don't want to say it because you talked over me. Fair. Just Fair. say it and then say psych. <laughs> <laughs> Until you said that, I felt like this was something that was gonna get edited out. But that was funny. <laughs> you uh, saved the moment. <laughs> No, I just, you said you never wanted to talk about that again because it wasn't funny, but I was going to commend you because that was like several consecutive minutes of very serious podcasting in which you did not fall apart at all. Your delivery was, was excellent and I was proud. Oh, thank you, Deanna. Unlike the rest of the time when I'm mostly ashamed. (laughs) No, I know. I I know that feeling. I see it wash over your face almost every time I open my mouth. So that is, uh, I I appreciate you saying so, and I will try to never let it happen again. I want to move on to something (laughs) even more disheartening than the freedom convoy that is doing whatever the fuck they're doing. And that is this. This week... The Oscar nominations were announced. <laughs> oh, they were? Okay. I just commended you <laughs> on really good <laughs> podcasting, and then you just absolutely sharted the phrase Oscar nominations. <laughs> and, uh, and once again, we're back in the box of shame. <laughs> this week, the, the nominations for the Oscar <laughs> awards were announced, and the... Best film of 2021, of course I am talking about Nicolas Cage's Pig, was snubbed in every category. I am Isn't he blown away. Snubbed? Here's Nicolas Cage has won an Oscar. I don't the the movie was fucking incredible. It was We haven't watched it yet, but we want to. It is it's the best movie I saw last year. I mean, I didn't watch all of them, but it's better than like fucking most of them, I guess. I don't know. Well, yeah, Did you watch all the yeah, Nicolas Cage like 400 movies, movies last I, year. Yeah. How can you watch them all? I did, I did watch all the Nicolas Cage movies last year. Like, In addition to being the best overall film, it was also the best Nicolas Cage film. Sometimes, uh, like, some people good. compulsively jerk off, but Nicolas Cage, like, every time he's like, he gets a boner and he's like, uh, no, I'm just going to make another movie. <laughs> <laughs> Totally. It's the only way he gets off is making movies. 
And frankly, I'm into. I'm I'm happy for him. I'm glad that I'm, he gets to come so much. I'm uh, not. I'm not kink shaming at all. I mean, I'm glad he found his kink. That's great. Uh, I actually, like I said, I, I don't really care about the Oscars. I don't that Hollywood shit. Like, I don't give a fuck. But Pig was really good, and I'm bummed out that it didn't didn't, didn't get any recognition because. Uh, Give was, me an elevator pitch for watching this movie because it's hard for me to watch movies. Okay, have you seen John Wick? Yeah, I okay. love John Wick. So the trailer for Pig makes it look like it's John Wick and it's Nicolas Cage, but instead of a dog, it's a pig. Like the whole thing is, it shows you the scene where he's like, "I, I need to, I need to find my pig." Somebody took his pig, but the movie <laughs> is so the opposite of John Wick, but. Because of how it's like in your head, you keep expecting it to be. And like five different times in that movie, it feels like it's about to take the turn into that. But then it takes you to a completely different place. Sometimes a dark place, sometimes a very emotional place, sometimes like cutting to the bone of your feelings place. And it is I have one question. It is ethereal, which is a word I don't quite understand what the definition of. (laughs) It is beautiful. It is moving. It is... There is like underlying stuff about the Cascadia reduction zone, about how the entire fucking Western seaboard will be washed away someday. It is fucking beautiful. Dude. Wait, stop. But does I, it make you want to have bacon? No, no. <laughs> Ew, stop. I. <laughs> it's not that kind of movie. This is not a. Okay. This is not a swine snuff film. Okay, it is a piece <laughs> of art. I, can you just tell me like what percent like? When you started that little that little spiel, I I was like, oh, he's serious. But then halfway through, you were just saying words that like <laughs> you were just uh, words you maybe heard and like wrote down to Google the definitions of later. Like, it, but you just said them all in a row, and I I thought maybe you were kidding. And now I don't know. Am I supposed to watch this movie? Like, no, do it's I, very good. Oh, it's actually it's, good. It's, it's very very good. Yes. Oh, but that's ineffable. Okay, it's unconscionable. Listeners, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna level with you. If uh, Nicolas Cage put out six or ten shitty Nicolas Cage type movies last year, I also probably would have done a segment about how he should have been nominated for one. But that would have been a joke. I am not joking. This movie is very fucking good. And uh, if you do watch it, go to patreon.com slash worst week yet. We reviewed the movie Pig uh, whenever it came out. There's a good episode about it. I never get asked to go on a bonus. Because I don't want to take up two days of your week for no money, Deanna. (laughs) (laughs) No money. I just want you guys to know that I bought Andrew a pack of cigarettes today for the second week in a row. So it has now cost me over $20 to be on this podcast. And I want to remind the listeners that I tried to give Deanna 40% of the Patreon and it was $53 and she was like I think you should just keep it okay well keeping $53 that you already had and tried to give to me is different than taking 20 of my actual dollars (laughs) I spend $16 every month on the zoom uh, <laughs> I also signed up for great. Well, thanks. If I ever want to have a Zoom that's longer than forty minutes, I'll ask if I can borrow your login. Look, podcast <laughs> listeners love to hear the hosts go over their itemized c- expenditures each week. If you're Absolutely. on the IRS, listen. This is this is his write-offs. This is he's not gonna he's not gonna file any paperwork. This is the write-offs. Yeah, if you're in the IRS, um, no. And you heard anything I've said? No, you didn't. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> we gotta find 
need sure something to for add you to dolphin. say besides let's move on in between segments. You or I'm going to start charging you $2 every time you say it. <laughs> yes. Yes. You'll get your cigarette money back real quick that way. Hell yeah. Okay. Uh, shall we continue? The Supreme Court <laughs> oh, this week. You, over- shall we continue? <laughs> That's code, for said, let's, that's code for let's move on. You, you didn't say I couldn't use synonyms, Deanna. <laughs> this, this week, the Supreme Court overruled a decision that Alabama's super racist congressional maps were not racist. Those cunts. Uh, yeah, so this, the, I'm going to get these numbers wrong. The, the population of uh, the black population of Alabama is something like 30%. Uh, or 25% or something. It's like a significant chunk of the population If you're of the listening state. and you care about facts, don't tweet us that these facts are wrong. We don't Google Pl- anything. Plug your ears. Um, yeah. Yeah, so just a significant chunk of the population is black, and they only they figured out this way to put all of the black people that live in Alabama into one district. Whenever it's like... It's so they have seven seats, I think. So they're getting like the gerrymandering. Yeah, and they shit. gerrymandered the fuck out of it to the point it was so blatant and obvious that it went to a three panel, uh, a three judge panel, like um, the step below the Supreme Court of judges. And two of these three judges were Donald Trump appointed d- judges. And they ruled unanimously that the map was obviously fucking racist. Trump judges were like, yo, this is clearly you just did this on purpose. So then it went to the Supreme Court. They didn't even have a fucking hearing. They just dismissed it. They were like, no, this is fine. This is good. So this is just like a little preview of what is going to happen to our country over the next like 20 to 30 years. Because the conservatives have such a complete fucking lock on the Supreme Court, literally everything bad that happens that anybody at any level of government tries to stop, the Supreme Court can just flip the fucking switch. And the Democrats, especially Joe Biden, are too much of a fucking, like, committed to this false idea of bipartisanship to actually do the only thing that could stop this or help it by you know, changing the rules to the Supreme Court, either adding judges or uh, adding term limits. The only way that, like, even if we had a fucking president that was, or a a government that was trying to do actual good things, if they passed Medicare for all, the fucking Supreme Court would just turn it over. And there's not, that's not changing for most of the rest of our lives, probably. It it won't If this is the pre-cum, I don't want the facial. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> That's great. <laughs> That's what I always think of when I bring up the Supreme Court. <laughs> A facial? <laughs> what about booping? Yeah. <laughs> you just, you said it was the, you were like, this is just the precursor. And then <laughs> I used yeah. three cum. Yeah, I used, used a semi-intelligent word correctly for once. And you, you were like, I'm many- going to make a cum joke. <laughs> <laughs> Well, let's see. <laughs> Pre- precursor, is, precursor is three syllables, but pre-cum is only two. So I had to. Is this what woman splitting is, Deanna? Dead. I'm fucking dead. Oh. oh, shit. Also, I like Sorry. that you and I are both sitting like the same way. We're both doing the like, <laughs> we're, we both did the like disgruntled dad knee grab. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Okay. 
What um, are you actually talking? Oh yeah, Supreme Court. Uh, <laughs> we were talking about pre-cum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Supreme cum. Uh, no, that's that's all I got. I just wanted to touch on that because you know we are going to see probably this year uh, Roe v. Wade overturned, and there's nothing that we can or will do about it. Well, and fuck. It'll if just abortion keep is happening. if abortion is going to be uh, made illegal, I'm definitely going to have to take the facial. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> All we can do is hope that they I'm die. I'm so right? sorry. Oh my goodness! I really, really like. They're like king judges. More people for life, should just so. get fucking vasectomies and then just get them reversed. So here's the we thing: I figured stop out worrying I've, about. You don't have to show. get them reversed. I have just figured get the vasectomy. <laughs> Ginger, I <laughs> well, figured out an babies. even more simple and effective solution. Miss Michigan. What? Oh, that's what. You call your hand when you masturbate, Miss Oh, yeah, no, I was I, Michigan. Well, like you're not a, you're not too far off the that's an aspect <laughs> of it. I guess I guess um the most surefire way to avoid pregnancy is to be so unbearable that nobody would ever want to sleep with you. And I'm fucking <laughs> killing it. I am fucking killing it. Maybe you can write a book. <laughs> Everybody knows that how to be so unbearable that no one will fuck you, even as a liberal. You know what? I feel like I feel like the evangelicals already wrote this book called it's called Abstinence. It's called Abstinence (laughs) Education in Schools. And you know what? That book, it's not really doing us not doing a great job for us. Yeah. Yeah. They keep trying to ban it. Because it's a book. <laughs> Wait, no, they Ooh, keep trying to ban books? all the other books. I don't know. I lost my train of thought. Um, sh- the Supreme uh, Court shit does not bode well. That's it. That's, and, that's and, it. Yeah. And I agree with you so much about the the Democrats being spineless. Because even before when we were talking about, I know you said you, that that topic you never want to talk about again. Um, <laughs> I I um I was thinking about the fact uh, that when you were saying their strategy was good. And I feel like I have thought this for a long time about the left versus like the right is the right does have good fucking their strategies, their branding. Like it all stands for shit that I find absolutely loathsome and would never subscribe to. So I don't fall for the branding because I use critical thinking skills when I think about the world, but like, They get results. They get results, right. And then they just do shit. And like the Democrats, the left, they they don't have they don't have that kind of branding. And like the the main tactic on the left is like emotional manipulation. And in a society where we're constantly teaching people to repress their feelings, trying to emotionally manipulate them is not going to be the way to get shit done. So just start doing shit like do the the, same thing they're fucking doing. Right. Like, that's the thing is, is Joe Biden. I will send you the recipe to make a Molotov cocktail. When do you ever (laughs) when do you ever hear anybody on the right talking about like, we need bipartisanship. We need to get this. Like, we need to get everybody on the same page. They're like, no, this care. is our agenda. And like, we're going to push it. We're going to push it through. We're going to fucking plow through it like a stop sign. But like on the left, they're like, well, first we have to make friends with everyone. Then we have to sing songs about it. And then after Nancy the song, Nancy Pelosi's up yeah. there saying, we need a strong Republican party. I'm sorry. We need a strong Republican. I can't do her voice. Don't. I don't like Nancy Pelosi's voice. It freaks me out. We've already covered I hate this. That bitch. Either, either way, either way, it's just it, 
it's just never going to gain any ground because nobody wants to push anything through. And the few people on the left who like even come close to being genuinely progressive when they suggest that we should just push something the fuck through the rest of the moderates calling themselves leftists fucking turn on them. And they're like, that's not the way to get it done. And it's like, yes, the fuck it is. It's not only the way to get it done. It's the only fucking way to get it done. Exactly. You got to drag these motherfuckers kicking and screaming. They're not going to. Fuck. Yep. There's nothing that says there can only be nine people on the Supreme Court. Let's add like uh, 10 more. I feel. (laughs) Even if there is something that says that, we all know nobody reads the terms and services before they agree. (laughs) Fuck it, dude. But like the worst part of it is that like the left and the right in government it's like warring factions and they're making people fight those battles for them against each other. Because like really when push comes to shove people that are ideologically completely different from me, their lives are essentially the same. And like when the government continues to act this way, it has no consequences for them and only has consequences for us. Yep. Yep. They flipped it around like we're serving them instead of them serving us. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like at, at a certain point, just pre-Trump, I feel like the government was like, oh, shit. You know what? Black people have got enough white people on their side and we can't just make this a race thing anymore. We're going to really have to lean into this left right shit. And like, it's been a, just a further downslide because like the race shit is still very much alive and thriving. And then like now we're just doubling down on it with other elements. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, I mean, some racist white motherfucker years ago made the whole race thing to to do whatever. Yeah. The concept of race. So it's like, it's so funny when some fucking Karen's like, why do you always bring up race? Because, bitch, like, our ancestors fucking did that. Like, what, shut is, the fuck Why do you up. say everything is racist? I'll give you one guess, dude. It's because it is. Let's- one of, <laughs> exactly. One of my favorite tweets before we let's move on. Don't let's move on me. You're like the, <laughs> you're like the fucking man with the It's like the gong show, but the gong is just you saying let's move on. You um, like, let's, let's frolic to the next. <laughs> frolic to the next. <laughs> um, and now my next story. I was just going to say one of my like favorite tweets I saw around the controversy of teaching critical race theory in schools was like, if you, if your biggest concern about teaching critical race theory is like that your children are going to feel guilt, then you need to ask yourself some questions about like what you're teaching your children. And I really like, I feel that like, if, if your reaction is this like guilt and discomfort, it's like, you need to learn what the history of things actually is and then apply that to now. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Let's move on. (laughs) Uh, what do you say we proceed uh, this week (laughs) (laughs) I'm really doing all I can to get out of paying that $2 that was Uh, so fucking funny (laughs) (laughs) Um, I want to talk about 
I have a couple uh, economic statistics I want to run by you guys, and then I'm going to Ooh, fun. I'm going to finish off by asking uh, if you think it'll all be okay. So uh, I'll I'll ask it whenever it's time, but you know, just so you have that in mind whenever I'm going over this. Here. I'm a premature ejaculator, so I'm going to say no. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert! Uh, so here we go. Uh, last month, January 2022, consumer prices rose by 7.5 percent, the fastest pace that they have risen in 40 years. Uh, the main contributors were food, electricity, and housing costs that are all skyrocketing. Also. Uh, a new report said in 2021, household debt rose over $1 trillion in just the one year, which is the highest since 2007. Now, if you remember 2007, it was the year before 2008, so there might mm -hmm. be something there. Um, last year, prices of homes rose 20%, and car prices are also soared. So people borrowed... the. The price of housing and cars went up so much, but people just borrowed more money to make up for it. So those are the statistics. And again, I want to ask you guys, do you think that'll be all right? <laughs> now, Deanna, we already got your answer. Yeah, I skipped, <laughs> I skipped straight to the facial on that one. Yeah. Um, <laughs> well, I'm glad that my salary isn't going up uh, 7 8% a month also to keep up with inflation. Yeah, because that oh, wait, that fuck. wouldn't be, you know, <laughs> that wouldn't help at all. Yeah. I've been seeing since we're kind of fixing up this house to move into a new house for many mm -hmm. reasons. I've all been of kind of watching <laughs> <laughs> It's not quite the wood Somebody paneling. Somebody will but... love our house with wood paneling <laughs> painted white. I have been kind of watching the market around here in Michigan, and it's fucking bananas what I even bought this house for, what we're going to try to sell it for, but even stuff that shouldn't be going for how much it is, is. No. So, so it'll, it'll crash. It's inevitable. My... Oh, go ahead, Deanna. It's not important. Um, <laughs> all right. We'll circle back. Here's my thing is that, I mean, yes, I guess it will technically crash, but the reason, and we did a special episode about this. That's right. A special worst week yet. A bonus episode, uh, like the, the middle of last year, uh, I actually did a deep dive into what's going on with housing prices. And so what has happened is that in addition to there just being like regular, like Wall Street people branching out, that yep. buying homes has now become like, a thing that just regular fucking like hedge fund bros and just like people with a lot of money are doing. So all these houses that normally would be selling because a family wanted to move in are now being bought and sold because it's just another asset for somebody. So like, it's not right. somebody buying prime real estate in Manhattan. They're like, Oh, I've got an extra uh, quarter of a billion dollars. Let me see if I can buy a couple blocks of houses in the Midwest. And just like, park the money there for a while, sell them, flip it. And yep. so there's just this demand is not that there are more families trying to move into homes. Mm -hmm. It is that there are more rich people trying to turn their money into slightly more money. Yeah. Surprise. It's a pyramid scheme. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> but, but the other thing is, is that 
It has become, housing has become just another form of resource hoarding. Um, Andrew, we've had this conversation uh, a lot of times. Actually, the conversations we have when we're not recording a podcast are way smarter than the ones that we have when we are (laughs) recording. No, don't don't tell the listeners. I need to keep up the facade of being a dumb guy, Deanna. They're also (laughs) stupid as fuck, those conversations, but these are comparatively worse. So I... um, but we've talked about resource hoarding and this this situation with people buying multiple homes it, number it, it's twofold it's twofold it's two things on one hand it is resource hoarding on the other hand it's a little bit of hubris because with social media and TV and just the way that we publicize things and the way that we oversimplify things like Everybody in America, because how you win America is getting rich, everybody is looking for a way to, like, get rich quick. So, mm-hmm. like, people see people see people on OnlyFans making a bunch of money, and they're like, oh, that's easy, that's easy money. And they don't take into account how difficult it is to make, like, explicit content and market it. Girls and sell can it. just post a picture of their boobs and make $1,000. Right. No. It's the same sort of thing with, like, flipping houses. Like, people are mm-hmm. like, oh, yeah. Well, uh, somebody that I know bought a house, flipped. It's like a fucking urban legend that, like, oh, you're going to buy a house, you're going to flip a house, and then you're going to sell it for so much more. And that's a big part of I think especially like in a place like Pittsburgh where we have so many very 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 old homes that's that's a major contributing factor because people buy they don't have the experience they don't have the like physical assets to actually renovate these homes they overextend themselves with the renovation or they end up paying the mortgage payment for significantly longer than they originally planned to. And then they go to try to recoup that price on um, on the sale. But what I was going to say was like, I bought my house uh, four years ago and I'm not going to say for how much money, but we did- $50. Yes. <laughs> I bought no, my I- house for less than you offered me to be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Um, you should have taken the money. You could have bought another house. So <laughs> in that four years, and and we bought our house and we have totally renovated, like we totally renovated the inside. New kitchen, new bathroom, refinished the hardwood, fixed all the walls, like updated the electrical, all yeah. of that shit. All of that shit done. Um, Zillow obviously doesn't know any of that. And no. their estimate for our house is... $60,000 more than it was for what we bought it for four years ago. That's A and number one. Number two, my parents lived in a neighborhood that has now been completely gentrified. And they bought their house there in like 1983 Yeah, for $45,000, I think. They sold it in 2001 for $66,000. They sold it, it, those people sold it in 2006 for $107,000. 
it's currently on the market for $395,000. So in the time from 1982 to 2001, the price of the the value of that house went up $20,000. And in the Mm -hmm. time from 2001 to now, the value of that house went up $300,000. This has been math with Deanna. (laughs) <laughs> just letting you guys know it's fucked you said all those numbers I wanted to say some numbers and then you have like people like Dave Chappelle going to shut down uh, like actual um, low income low housing, income housing yeah. in a place is a piece of shit Fuck you. yeah I saw Dave Chappelle trending this week and I was like oh no did he say something else uh, hateful against did. trans people oh no he said something hateful against poor people fuck Dave Chappelle fuck you fuck if you're Dave trying Chappelle. to make excuses for him you can still think that he's a funny comedian or that his old stuff was funny and acknowledge the fact that he's a fucking rich piece of shit now it's you don't insane. have insane I, I many... no I do not want to talk about Dave Chappelle motherfucking no, no woke Fucking people back from the nineties are just turning out to be the biggest pieces of shit. It's because so it's because they turn into rich people. Mm-hmm. And yep, I'll say exactly. this a lot of those people weren't woke. They were just fucking no. edgelords. They literally right. like it's the Joe Rogan just all the fucking mm-hmm. time. What else is on this yep. sheet? I don't want to talk about Dave Cunt said- Chappelle. Um so <clears throat> what's another are- synonym for let's move on? <laughs> <laughs> I said, what the fuck do you have on that cheat sheet? (laughs) That's a good one. (laughs) So our adventure continues uh, with our final segment this week, which is yet another installment of what the fuck, Joe Biden. Um, (laughs) First of all, Joe Biden came out with a very strong statement this week in response to the don't say gay bill that is just uh, that is moving through the Florida legislature. Uh, Joe Biden, he said this and yeah. Oh, is that the teachers can't? Is that teachers that one? Can't, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm all caught up. Everybody has to pretend that gay people don't exist to little like kids. Like COVID. Yeah, yeah, that's how you make uh, them go away. Right. So uh, Joe Biden, he gave a statement on this, and I want to read his quote. I want every member of the LGBTQI plus community, especially the kids who will be impacted by this hateful bill, to know that you are loved and accepted just as you are. I have your back. I want to know that I am protected by the fucking law. I see you. I hear you. You're on your own. Exactly. You, I Joe think Biden. I quote tweeted that and I I was like, oh, hmm, maybe can you make, what is that? One of those executive orders, you know, maybe like getting rid of that or, you know, maybe giving some, you know, like no, they're just gonna, to us. They're just going to talk <laughs> about how mean the Republican, they're just going to be like, you know, right. guys, this is really mean. And if you were good people, then you wouldn't be doing this. And it's like, they're not good people. They don't give a fuck about being good people. You're also not good people. So like, <laughs> yeah, right? if you want to pretend, exactly. like, if you want to pretend to be on the good side, then like fucking do mm-hmm. something. Uh, what else did what the fuck Joe Biden do this week? Oh, this was fun. Uh, he <laughs> announced that he has decided that uh, what to do with the Afghan funds that are frozen, that are held up, like, I guess in like U.S. banks or something. I don't know exactly how this works, but there's about $7 billion in uh, Afghani assets that the United States has the ability to control. Again, don't know how this works, but 
basically, we're playing keep away with $7 billion. Now, Afghanistan, since the United States left and uh, we've put sanctions on them, they have been shut out by the rest of the world, and they are facing a humanitarian crisis that within the next few years could prove to be uh, the worst uh, humanitarian crisis yet. We'll, we'll keep an eye on it. But there's all this money that could really help the people. Uh, but Joe Biden, he decided this week what we're going to do with it. He's going to split it in half, half going to um, Afghan aid efforts, which I'm assuming means they're going to give money to fucking contractors who will allegedly work in Afghanistan. I doubt that, that means that it's going to end up in Afghanistan's uh, Afghan people's hands. Uh, the other half will be given to 9-11 victims' families. Now, if you remember, if you're paying attention at home, the uh, 9-11, an attack orchestrated by uh, mostly Saudi people, not Afghanistan. You mean not, Bush? No. <laughs> now, the Saudi, I mean, like 20 or something, like almost all the hijackers were Saudis. So and it's just something that we, it's, it's just something that we've never made any fucking attempt to deal with. The fact is that Saudi Arabia essentially did 9-11 and we invaded Afghanistan and invaded Iraq. And we are continuing to just give Saudi Arabia all kinds of money and all kinds of weapons. And, but we have to take money that belongs to the Afghan people and we're going to give it to 9-11 victims' families. Afghanistan didn't fucking do 9-11. Also, can we talk about the fact that the government is compensating these, these civilian families whose lives were lost as a result of a tragedy that happened 20 years ago, but the government hasn't taken any responsibility for making any reparations to the families of people who fucking suffered slavery. And that's the shit our own government did. So like, you're gonna pay people for, you're gonna pay people out for pain and suffering and lives lost because of something someone else did. But like you're not gonna you're not gonna cop to that kind of accountability yourselves. Color me surprised, but it's just like the most wild, insane. And not thing that to I do don't with, think those families Afghanistan's yeah. money is to give. Right. Like, we not, should give it to nine eleven. Not survivors. that I don't think what? like nine eleven. I'm not saying that about no sh no shade to the nine eleven people. Y'all are you deserve <laughs> something, but like the nine elevers. All shade to the government. <laughs> oh, San Francisco should change its football team's name. <laughs> 49 11ers. We've got one last story. And then they have to move to New York. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. 20 no, they of already the 40, have the Jets in New York. Jesus Christ. 20 of the 49 11ers were, were Saudi. <laughs> uh, this last story, um, it's actually a bit of a surprising one from, from old what the fuck Joe Biden. Uh, this week, a federal grant program made the news where Joe Biden's uh, health department had set aside $30 million for harm, rec harm reduction kits to be distributed to drug users. Uh, this is, of course, done in the light of the increase in overdose de dose deaths that have been resulting uh, from the COVID-19 pandemic. Crime wave. So, as I said, this is surprising, you know, to see the government making an active decision to try and not punish drug users, but to help them and to keep them from dying. 
So, uh, unfortunately, the not surprising at all part of how this news came to, the, to be a national story was an article by the media outlet FreeBeacon.com headlined, Biden Administration to Fund Crack Pipe Distribution to Advance Racial Equity. Okay, so my husband... Uh, is from rural Ohio and his family and like he knows a lot of he has he has Facebook friends from rural Ohio and like because news stories do pop up on Facebook like sometimes he'll ask me about something and just from the question I'm like which one of your fucking crazy aunts posted this shit because <laughs> I shit you not I was sitting on the couch the other day and my husband is very progressive minded he is not he is not on the right uh, at all on any issue, but um, he like came and plopped down next to me on the couch and was like, what's this about your boy Joe Biden giving out crack pipes? And I was like, what? <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing is that like harm reduction kits, they uh. do include like, like clean needles and clean like, yeah, pipes and shit. Like yep. it's part of it. And it is a fucking good thing to do. This exactly. They've implemented shit like this in other countries where they're mm -hmm. more focused on harm reduction than on penalization. Yeah. And it has saved countless lives. Like every country mm -hmm. in the world had a big spike of overdose deaths at the beginning of COVID and every single country except the United States shot right back up within like a few weeks. We are still in a fucking wild overdose pandemic that nobody's even fucking talking about. More people that can't like my tweets. <laughs> Deanna. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. I had to lighten no, it like up it. a little. I like it. Wait. Um, I so yes, within hours of this article and fucking nobody knows what freebeacon.com is. But Aunt Lisa does. No, once, I, <laughs> once this article was out, it was fucking everywhere. Tucker Carlson's talking about it. It's in Ugh. memes. It's in Facebook posts. Conservatives across the board are talking about how Joe... That's The first I heard about it was I saw it, and I was like, I thought it was a fucking joke. And I was like, right. wait a second, wait a article. second. No. <laughs> but like, and it, it, it was phrased in such a way that me being a person that supports the idea of distributing harm reduction kits, it was phrased in such a way that I was like, oh, this is ridiculous. These guys are just trying too hard. But it, it was like essentially kind of true and, mm -hmm. and a good thing. Yet when this backlash started happening, Joe Biden immediately. This is what I mean about the right strategy. Go on. Exactly. Joe Biden exactly. immediately started walking this back and tried to fucking like lawyer his way out of it by saying, by downplaying the, the fact that there are safe drug using paraphernalia in the kits started saying, well, no, 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 that's not what we're going to do. They eventually downplayed the entire necessity of the program itself. And I'm sure it will probably <sighs> be cut if it hasn't already, which essentially I think like just this one fucking article from freebeacon.com sets compassionate drug policy back a fucking generation and so again sad. the democrats let it fucking happen mm -hmm. i feel too like something that i hate about this sort of thing it's something that i've hated about like the entirety of covid which is this notion that like 
some people can like just get sacrificed. Um, My tweets aside, that's fucking eugenics. And so much of the commentary that I saw with anybody kind of sharing, sharing this article and in, in agreement with it. I was like, wow, this is clearly eugenics. Like somebody was like, great, this is just what we need to do is make it so that drug users like stick around living off the government even longer with my tax. And I was just like, holy fucking shit. But like, those are the people like, oh, you're fine that your tax, you're fine with your tax dollars going overseas to do fucking murder, but you're not okay with, your tax dollars helping other Americans live and also providing a resource that should you like, but by the grace of God ever end up in that situation, like something that would also fucking benefit you. Mm-hmm. There's that saying a rising tide lifts all boats. And it's like the Democrats just want to stand around talking about how nice it would be if everybody would get together to try to change the tide. But the Republicans know that the moon controls the tide. So they're just trying to blow up the fucking moon. We're all fucked anyway. Spoiler yeah, alert. We yeah, are. I haven't seen the movie Moonfall, but I think, Deanna, you just did a great job summarizing it. So uh, once again, fuck Joe Biden. Uh, we also didn't have any NFT stories. Fuck NFTs. We had no dead kid stories. I'm sure the kids are all right. Uh, fuck the dead kids. Fuck the dead kids. And if you have nice fucking titties. If you're a kid. Non-functioning that, testicle. If you're a kid that died this week. <laughs> right in. Right in. <laughs> Ginger, Will, Joe Biden. You. Joe Biden hates you if you're a kid that died this week. He hears you and sees you, though. Um, (laughs) Ginger, Will, thank you so much for joining us. Why don't you uh, go ahead and plug your stuff? You want to go or should I? Um, Yeah, you can find us uh, cracking jokes like this or, uh, you know, less news stuff and more beer stuff on our podcast, Grand Rapidians Play Video Games. And video games. But, you know, we'll, we'll still go off on uh, tangents when the tangent <laughs> rises and, you know, real life XP. <laughs> Fuck yeah. <laughs> A rising tangent uh, sinks all boats. Um, thank you guys again for coming on. Deanna, would you like to Absolutely. drop any plugs? Um, well, I'm a very busy woman with a very famous tweet that you guys... <laughs> can find my very famous tweet at DDDDiana. That's four D's E-A-N-N-A on good old fashioned twitter.com. I don't know why I said it. Like <laughs> good old fashioned good old Twitter. Fashioned. You know what? Because it's an app now. And if you're old fashioned, it was twitter.com. Um, you can find me at DDDDiana. Read my viral tweet. Um, oh, you know what just made me sad? MySpace happened so early. There was never a MySpace app. Oh, you can find me at Andrew Hillary US. You can find the podcast at Worst Week Yet. You can give money to this podcast. Again, if we make enough money, I will give some of it to Deanna. Patreon.com slash Worst Week Yet. And if you're a bear that is just going to wake up and hibernate or a kid that what? died, send us an email to worstweekyet at gmail.com. Uh, thank you guys again for joining us. Deanna, thank you. You are always such a delight. I'm so glad that you host the show with me. Um, listeners. I'm so glad that you fucking weirdos listen to it every week. Couldn't we couldn't do this without you? Or I guess 
I guess we could. Most podcasts do it without any listeners. We've got got several. If we get my dad and my husband to listen, I'll know that we've made it. (laughs) So far, we've got neither. All the dead parents are subscribed. Oh, shit. Yeah, well, I signed them up like on their palliative care. Deanna Deanna committed identity fraud so she could sign my mom up to the uh, Patreon. Um, And for that, we are thank you. We will be back next week with a whole... Oh, fuck, listeners. We got some really exciting guests next week. I'm so stoked for you to hear it. Um, And we'll talk to you then. Bye! (laughs) 